welcome back to It Was Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an air horn. I know, I'm doing It Was Murder. Uh, I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the expectant virgin, Joe Garber. And today we are wrapping up season one of Heart to Heart and discussing the season finale, Death Set. <laughs> Which I can't believe this was a season finale of anything. Um, but but let's get into it. We have to start with our minute maxes, which begins with Ellen. Oh no! Oh god! Fuck. Oh no! <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're third. Thank God, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm just gonna repeat yours. I feel like I have forgotten more about this episode than I will remember in terms of just for the minute max. Mm. Just the minute max is not, well, you know, whatever. Go out on a low, Ellen. (laughs) Season two, (laughs) season two is imminent Mm -hmm. and I feel great about it. Yeah. Also, we we made it through a whole season. Yeah. Did you just say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Congrats, <laughs> congrats you guys. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Season finale. Season finale. We did it. We did it. I feel, that feels great. We just have to do this four more times and then eight movies. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch the movies in 40 second, 40 minute chunks. <laughs> I uh, I plan on growing. I can't wait to share with you my season two uh, podcast resolutions. Ooh, yes, that's right. It's I love a that. new season. It's like a new school year, a new whatever. All right, a new marriage. Mm-hmm. I just got so bummed out thinking about <laughs> after we watch the last movie. That's going to be so sad. <laughs> I know, but don't dwell on it now because we have, we have uh, a whole year mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, to get, to get, to build up the emotions mm-hmm. and then puke them all out in our <laughs> 119th or 120th episode. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Well, here we go. I think you're going to have, you're going to have to wave at me or something because this episode is so berserker that I can't I can't look at the timer you guys I'm like Jennifer in the episode <laughs> I ha- am not setting the timer mm. but I sort of am I all right you. here we go death set so Jonathan's at the club with his friend with a terrible marriage who drinks during the day and he thinks his wife married him for money blah 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 and he's super drunk and it's super awkward and they're like oh I can't wait till we come over there for dinner with you and your wife that you're very suspicious of and it's going to be super <laughs> awkward so then they're late to dinner and they get there but he doesn't show up but his wife is there and she's like he He's just drunk all the time. He likes everything that's 100 proof. And I didn't marry him for money, blah, blah. Also, I'm afraid that um, there's prowlers outside. And so then the hearts go outside after she takes some pills. And then there are prowlers outside and Jonathan gets in a fight. Then uh, the weird housekeeper with the heavy banks that Eric's like, Eric likes um, helps Jennifer lock up. And then uh, that woman shoots her husband. Then she starts having like a weird thing with his brother. And there's a bunch of stuff about a yell ring. And then uh, David's the rotten brother who's trying to get the other brother's money. And he kills the housekeeper with heavy bangs with the fake suicide. And then eventually um, they go have burgers after Jennifer burns a roast. And then uh, Blair shoots the shit out of that David guy. The end. Oh, perfect. Well done. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That was impressive. Yeah, that was incredible. You guys say that every time, and it's like when it, when a kid uh, 
just step, throws a ball wrong, but you're like, good. good. <laughs> I will no, tell you. that's good. Every, you're the best little slugger. <laughs> every other time we were lying, but this time we're being completely honest. <laughs> every other time it was very embarrassing. This time it was incredible. Thank you, Joe. I'm blown I away. value your candor. <laughs> you're good. Even if my face looks like I don't value your candor right now. <laughs> Okay, I don't know that I can do any better than that, but I'm going to... That's gonna, a candor uh, value face. I don't think you could do worse. <laughs> I don't think I... I think I can. I think you can. And in fact... I definitely I think, think you can. I think you can just do different. Let's you can give just it a go. Different. Yeah. Yay! You could do different. Let's see if I can do, do worse than this. I'm going to do different. Okay. Jonathan is playing tennis with his friend, Daryl, who has two... He slams two double vodka screwdrivers um, and says, my wife, is, my wife uh, might want all my money. And it's weird. And you guys are coming over for dinner, right? And then they come over for dinner and he doesn't show up. Jonathan's the only one that gets any dessert. And uh, then uh, the wife, Blair, shoots the husband on the stairway. Uh, and after after Jonathan is attacked by a hooded figure in the yard. Um, then the hearts go and get burgers at Rosie's Roller Burger. Um, and then uh, Daryl's brother David shows up and he and Margaret have been plotting to get rid of the brother to get all the money. But then David gets rid of Margaret and tries to get with Blair. Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Oh it's, my this one God. is too much. It's too much. Or is it exactly enough? <laughs> it's exactly enough. I don't know what I'm about to say. All right. <clears throat> well, just do it different. I'll do it different. Okay. Different. Yes, you can do this different. Do it different. Death set. Okay. I'm not sure why it's called death set. I guess because they played tennis in the first 30 seconds of the episode. Other than that, it doesn't make sense. Um, Jonathan plays tennis with his friend, Daryl. They drink. Jonathan sits there judging him the whole time, which is not a fun <laughs> way to drink at all. Uh, Daryl says that his wife is probably just after his money and they go to a dinner party with only the wife and Daryl never shows up and it's so awkward and uncomfortable and horrible. It seems like the least fun dinner party in the history of the planet. Anyways, there's a burglar in the yard. Jonathan beats him up, but he gets away but he finds his yell ring which he thinks is Daryl's but it ends up being Daryl's brother who is conspiring with the maid to kill Daryl by making Daryl's wife nervous by giving her amphetamines instead of <laughs> tranquilizers it doesn't make any sense but she does shoot Daryl because she says stop or I'll shoot several times and yet he's still in the longest scene ever she's so just scared that somebody's coming up the stairs and then she shoots her husband <laughs> that's the end wow oh my god we, in her us, defense she's on so much speed she is at so that moment. she's so high it's ridiculous yeah. that's i mean i guess that scene at the end was to show that she was so nervous that's the point of that scene because it was it was sort of saying the drugs are working look but that scene was so long do you remember this? She she's oh yeah. He's, she walks he's back silently and forth. walking up the stairs yeah. for an eternity with, in the dark. Yeah, even before with his square toe. Mm -hmm. Before he's yeah. walking up the stairs, she hears a crash again, and she's in her bedroom packing. And then she goes out mm. to the stairs. She goes back into her bedroom. She gets a gun. She comes back out to the stairs, and it's so many shots and takes so long. It was crazy. <laughs> but Margaret's 
gaslighting her totally mm-hmm. on the amphetamines because, of course, not only is it revealed that they are not what Blair somehow thinks that a red pill that looks like children's candy is mm-hmm. um, a Valium or something. Yeah, I was oh, like, my. honey, Valium or blue? <laughs> yeah. The yeah, reds I love are- that we're both like, look, that yeah. red one. That no, reds are always up. Like never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a never take a, never take a red or a yellow when you're going to bed. But yeah. it's also just sort of like, how do you not know that you're on speed instead of on a sedative? Because yeah. even Jonathan says that speed, he says, it keeps a very nervous lady very nervous. I was like, thinking- that's, that's the least of what it does, Jonathan. She's taking like fistfuls of speed. Yeah. yeah. That was, I, when that was revealed- I thought for a minute, oh fuck, like Blair is actually in on this. Like this is I thought that the, I thought that the it was just David and Blair. Not to be super judgy, but <laughs> David hits on Blair admittedly several weeks after she murders her husband. Yeah. <laughs> accidentally, accidentally. Yeah. But she murders her husband. Mm-hmm. Um and then David, her husband's brother, hits on her and she is thrilled and she, she has the most flirty little interaction with him oh. and then when he's when they're she's like i get uh we have to leave right now if we're going to the theater he pours her a giant whiskey <laughs> the and she goes guess we're not going to the, the the theater and i'm like wow this is actually a cool twist she's in on it mm, no nope. she's just a tramp? I, well, I don't know. No, no I'm, I'm, being, so, I'm being jokey. But uh, no, it's it's something that happens, and we've talked about for this season for quite a few episodes when husbands get offed. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of Mary Widda action in Heart to Heart, mm-hmm. um, and I guess it's because when the show's only about 47 minutes long total, you can't have a lot of puffy-eyed wailing from the widows. But we know <laughs> the timeline because Jennifer's wearing that awesome, like, yellow head-to-toe outfit at that weird club that they suddenly hang out at all the time, the country club, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. And she's there with Blair, right? And mm-hmm. And she's oh like, my God. oh, you I know, like scene. it's just been three weeks or whatever. <laughs> I and love that Blair scene so just much. <laughs> super amazing. Yeah. But when she tells Jennifer that she's hanging out with creepy David, the mm-hmm. greedy and very different looking from the guy that plays <laughs> his brother, brother, yeah. that she's, she actually says like, don't look so shocked. Nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. But the way she says it is kind of like, but it's going. Yeah, to. no, it's not yet. Yeah, like this, she was okay. I I did start really liking Blair when she said to the woman, mm-hmm. "I like since Blair. I murdered my husband." Yeah, <laughs> it's like to All Diane, right. that bitch Diane, Diane. Who comes up and does the other weird thing that people at the club do besides insult each other all the time, hit on uh, cameos with by world champion tennis players, like. What they do when they greet each other is awkwardly shake hands. Did you notice that happens a couple times? Yeah, oh, I did not notice When it seems this. like it wouldn't. Everyone shakes Blair's hand for some reason. Hmm. It seems maybe Weird. she's just putting out that vibe because she's just jittery beyond human comprehension. So <laughs> yeah. you, you feel like you can't even uh, get hold of her. She's shaking so violently <laughs> from the speed. <laughs> but but <laughs> I feel like Diane... <laughs> Is Diane, I know we're not onto the fashion yet and there's a lot of fashion, but I have to just say it so I don't forget because it is that noteworthy to me that Diane then walks away like a bitch 
and sits down <laughs> to whisper with her other stupendously uh, sexy brunette friend, like mm. completely like just like 20 feet away from where <laughs> she just got served by Blair. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's sitting there, but her really awful uh, terry cloth robe or whatever is open and she's wearing the most bananas, Helmut Newton leather zip front bathing suit oh. that I totally love. Usually Whoa. I'm like, oh, zip front kind of, there's something gross about it, mm-hmm. but she's, it's just spectacular. Not she's working this it. at all. But yeah. in that same scene, doesn't Blair get up from the table and say goodbye to Jennifer to walk 10 feet away to talk to David. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. Jennifer's staring at them because they're only 10 feet away from her when Jonathan comes and sits down with Jennifer and they, they, <laughs> Blair's like, I got to go. And then walks 10 feet away and starts talking to that guy. Right. And Jennifer's like, Oh, that's fine. And yeah. then they do, they walk like maybe <laughs> four very uh, large steps <laughs> away. And you know, I don't know, Joe. Don't look so shocked. Nothing's <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. How long has she been on these pills? How long has this con been going on that she's she's confident enough to say, these pills calm me down when they're fucking... That's, it had yeah. to have been... No, this isn't a rewrite. This is me, like, filling in the blanks. It's just a write. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously had been planning this long enough that she had brought her pills that were, at one time, a sedative. And then she replaced them mm. because they were capsules. Oh, oh they slowly. so capsules are easy to yeah. to unscrew and put whatever you want into them. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> um, and she obviously like got her a sedative and then swapped them with amphetamines on the night that she was going to murder her husband. So that oh. like the, there's ah. no way that you can convince me that this is not how they did it. That that because otherwise it just doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. And it doesn't work. <laughs> to make her more nervous just on that one night. And then how did they know Daryl was going to walk up those stairs and not respond to her screaming, who, who are you? Yet, I'll shoot. I'll who shoot. Are who are you? Are you? Yet who another are you? another weird Who's flaw. there? Who's there? Who's there? Like, I wanted, I don't know how they would have pulled this. Okay, now we're in they rewrite, wouldn't have. rewrite corner. I want Daryl to have either already been dead <laughs> or like drugged to the gills. So that it would make sense that he's just slowly making his way up the stairs mm-hmm. and is ignoring the repeated pleas from his wife yeah. to just identify himself. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to, I want to imagine that he's just like, like I am so fucked up on the Did sedatives he- that, that uh, they replaced with amphetamines. Mm-hmm. Did he, I think that that makes total sense. You're right is wholly right. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, she's an actress, right? Yeah. Or as the Craddock family um, meanly described her, she's a just a, no, a no-name act or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but I feel like actresses understand what amphetamines are. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to judge actresses. Mm. I'm saying it in the context of Hollywood and the studio system. And, you know, a lot of ideas about body image and Mm. beauty ideals. There's no way that Blair did not know what amphetamines were. So she just popped her pills from her incredibly magical um, enamel pill case. I want that pill case. That pill case was gorgeous. (laughs) It was great. It looked beautiful. (laughs) 
The decor, the decor of the I like, house. I, I love my, so my fiber. Really good. And, I want to put my fiber and fish oil in that little <laughs> pill case. <laughs> I kind of loved her confidence. I've replaced your fish oil with <laughs> Yeah, with amphetamines, with, amphetamines. with speed. <laughs> her confidence in taking, after that horrible dinner party, where it was dour as fuck, yeah. the atmosphere was like palpable <laughs> with just depression and marital insecurity it was horrible they she basically forced the hearts to sit through that yeah this is like a favor they're doing to her her confidence to then go to a pill case and say i just take one to calm me down every once in a while and then pop a pill right in front of them hey Mm. i i have friends just like we we all have i'm i'm one of these people like if i had a dinner party and it would and it was really fucked up yeah uh if i had xanax i'd be like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna pop I, this. But, but yeah. to be fair, I would say I'm I'm gonna have a Xanax. Does anyone want one? <laughs> yeah. And it's like I hope you have a full bottle because if <laughs> if you ever have a dinner party that's that weird and awkward, <laughs> you would have to then know that you ha- were suddenly you've walked through like the veil and you are actually on heart to heart because they go to so many <laughs> awkward weird yes uh dinner parties yeah they're almost always late also which is the running theme which i sort of love as somebody who has a hard time yeah being on time Mm -hmm. but the the dinner party i just want to ask i have questions now it's much like eric just has made it clearer how they would dose uh blair Mm -hmm. but um how long do you think that they sat there waiting for Daryl to come to the, his own dinner party? Three hours. You think three hours? I think three hours because they ate. They ate, they had wine, and Jonathan had dessert. Mm-hmm. You had a parfait In a glass. big parfait yeah. glass. Yeah, yeah which like I, I'm grapes, assuming grapes, was grapes, grapes, chocolate, pineapple, chocolate mousse. Pineapple or, upside down cake, possibly. <laughs> I just immediately was like, where do you get the pudding? And then I was like, oh, they're, they're fancy, it's mousse. <laughs> Uh, but it was chocolate of some sort. And I was just like, why do you, why are you the only one? One, why are you the only one that got dessert? And two, why did you say yes to dessert when you're at the most awkward dinner party yeah. in the world? When your wife sitting right next to you did not. Yeah. I thought I saw more parfait glasses on the table, but maybe I was just projecting in the hopes that everyone got dessert. Because if I was at a dinner party that horrible with two friends that, openly like shit talk their marriage and each other <laughs> that vociferously that I would get 15 desserts yeah. and I would eat them all in much less than three hours. Well, I have Bla- to say Blair had like 12 cigarettes for dessert. You just I, I love that dessert. she was just smoking right <laughs> there the on table. the table. Yeah. So hilarious. And there was a shit ton of cigarettes in that ashtray. So many cigarettes, like the cameras, like mm-hmm. cigarettes. God bless the hearts for being such good. So good humored about it. That the, the hearts are good they're, people. They're good friends. Jennifer, they're good friends. She makes a crack That's about why they're still there because they want to support Blair. Yeah, she's like wives should have a recipe book for reheating husbands' meals. Yeah. She tries mm-hmm. to make the best out of a horrible situation. She's, yeah, she's trying. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just horrible. Oh, that but also. Fucking <laughs> yeah, the dinner really scarred us. I think. Yeah. I mean, I just—it's my nightmare to somehow throw a dinner party that would even have like 1% of that awful awkwardness. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, I mean, you'd have to really 
you just have to do something really just terrible how to, to have all those ingredients. Blair should <laughs> be so that. embarrassed. That's again, like we, we need to, oh, okay, okay. This works. This tracks. What? Daryl was wasted drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Wasted drunk. He didn't even need to be drugged. He was just wasted. He had two double screwdrivers in the for middle breakfast. of the day <laughs> for breakfast. And then he, right. then he went and got tied one on somewhere else like maybe next door to rosie's roller burger and <laughs> maybe rosie's. yeah like because he was three hours late for dinner they don't make any attempt to say like oh he called he's gonna be late or anything like that no. like i thought he was dead already like i was just like oh well he's gonna be dead already but of course not you have to frame the the wife she got away with that so easily, though, I have to say. <laughs> With uh, shooting her husband mm-hmm. dead. Like shooting her husband dead in their house. Yeah. With three people With the present. lights on. <laughs> After he said earlier in the day, he... Set, suspected her of just being after his money. Yeah. This yeah. is, an, oh, this it's, is a, it's, an episode where Jonathan is not suspicious. Um, I want to talk about the scene. Twist. The scene. So the dinner party is horrible to witness. And then af- <laughs> after the dinner party, what happens is they're, the hearts are leaving. They're getting in their car <laughs> and, and Jonathan sees a, um, robber, a burglar. Yes. Oh God. Full mask burglar. And you like your night goes from shitty to. Yeah. Whatever is even a million times worse. It's than just, it's to just watch, abysmal. It's yeah. fucking weird. So he gets, he <laughs> sees the burglar and pretends everything's normal for Jennifer for some reason. I guess because maybe they were within a earshot of the burglar, I guess. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, oh God. So he puts her in the car and then says, what does he first, what does he start Sli- out with Why saying? don't you slide over and you drive and home. you drive. So that I can I look, look at, at you. Look at you. And then and he's then pointing he behind gesturing. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know how I like looking so- at you and kissing you and, and touching, touching your, your eyes. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> touching your eyes. Touching your eyes. That could that okay. has maybe scarred me just as much as the dinner yeah, party but, scene. But touching your eyes. It's like don't yeah. do that. This don't far t- into the scene. People's eyes, you guys. I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm like, okay, Jonathan is doing a ploy to get this burglar. I'm on board. And then mm-hmm. he starts climbing a tree next to the car very loudly and he's saying (laughs) and you know how much i love to look at you as he climbs this tree (laughs) getting into a limb over the burglar and then he pounces onto the burglar and And gets his ass kicked and gets his ass kicked he does there's a lot of classic jonathan behaviors and not classic Jonathan behaviors. So as you point out, Jonathan is not suspicious Mm-mm. in this episode at all. So where did suspicious regular mm-hmm. Jonathan go? Mm-hmm. But Jonathan like immediately jumping onto something and scampering up it is a Jonathan thing. It totally is. Oh, he jumps totally. on on any moving car, any <laughs> wall, anything. Yeah. Like Jonathan is just like vaulting over it. And God bless him for that. Yeah. But um <laughs> Then he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And usually, like, I mean, there's moments when he gets his ass kicked, but this was like a very swift resolution. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Jonathan and the bizarre Yale ring wearing kind of hard of hearing prowler. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, uh, after our last episode, 
and the, our, our in-depth discussion about Jennifer and how we are sometimes so let down, me and Job in particular, are so let down by mm-hmm. some of the behavior of Jennifer and her characterizations because we we know her as this this whip smart fucking like I can do anything person who yeah. then when she when she kind of when she is written to be the damsel less in distress. than that not just the damsel in distress she can be the damsel in distress it's when she's like uh, what mm-hmm. that we that we get upset <laughs> why is Halsey just standing there it's almost like this episode <laughs> was a gift to us because Jonathan is a fucking idiot in this whole thing he is so stupid his ploy is ridiculous not just the whole like i like to kiss you and then pointing and then i like to look at you and then pointing and then i like to touch your eyes which makes no fucking Mm, sense and then climbing a tree and continuing his little weird slow diatribe which the prowler would be like that motherfucker's in a tree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the voice is or, now way ahead, way above me. Yeah. Or was the prowler so confused by someone saying, <laughs> I like to look at you and touch your, and kiss you and touch your eyes that the prowler is then like distracted and keenly focusing on the dialogue, which is very, very strange indeed where mm. like you're just crouched behind the hedge or whatever. And then this couple's having like the most unusual uh, makeout. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, yeah. To say the yeah, least. It's very unusual. It was I dumb. Mean, it was a dumb move on Jonathan's part. It made no sense. You know it what was, he was trying to do? He was trying to get that burglar rock hard. Well, that's okay. <laughs> rewrite corner. So that he could jump another on Another rewrite corner. It's like if if he wanted to actually like take a page from Jennifer in Passport to Murder, if you oh, want to distract yeah. this guy yeah. by being sexy then be mm-hmm. fucking sexy. Like just start making out with your wife. Yeah. Say like, Hey yeah. J- Jennifer, move over. And then like, kiss me and get real, real steamy. Yeah. And whisper in her ear. Right. There's a, there's someone hiding behind the bush. Mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. making kissy noises or whatever. And yeah. then he goes and does whatever and acrobatic bullshit that he does. He jumps into the tree. He totally. Into the tree. He had such, yeah. he had the upper hand in that situation too. And he fucked it up so hard. He got his butt kicked. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, I feel like that's like the quickest takedown of oh, Jonathan well, ever. Yeah. Man with jade eyes, like the, the giant. Uh, yeah. The giant fucks him up. The giant throws him into a bunch of <laughs> Hotai statues. <laughs> Into a wall. A wall of Hotai statues. statues. I feel like I, you know, I give you guys so many spoilers, but I'll just say it. Season three is just 22 episodes of Jonathan touching Jennifer's eyes. Ew. Mm. (laughs) Hot. By the 10th episode, it becomes very sexy to you, I guarantee. (laughs) I'm going to hold you to that. Can't wait for that. It's such a weird thing to say that it is deeply distracting, but in many ways that is good because you're so traumatized by the awkward drink at the club followed hideously by the world's most abysmal dinner party Mm -hmm. that Jonathan saying something weird and then getting his ass kicked is basically just like the episode's palate cleanser. It just completely snaps your neck away from 
the horror. I mean, I think we found the real night horrors episode. Yeah. It's that it's that dinner party um, and the touching your eyes thing. It's very traumatizing. That's night horrors. Yeah. It's just a um, an energy that you really don't want to be a part of at all. It's yeah. repulsive. Mm-hmm. And usually the hearts <laughs> have a great energy that you really want to be in on. You want to be one of them. You want to be their friend. <laughs> and this was repulsive. It was disgusting. <laughs> but but I only want to eat with them if we're going to a junk food spot. Like that's I only oh, I'm only Jack's eating with juicy them. Juicy junkyard, step aside, Jack's yeah. juicy. Oh, because Rosie's roller burger, that is the spot. It's happening now. Can I take this opportunity to remind you of the order mm. that they placed? Yes. All right. Well, it's, it's kind of my order. Oh, so. yeah, do it. From from the adorable sissy SpaceX. Yes, exactly. Uh, I was thinking that. She oh, was, my God. Yeah, yeah she was she's sissy, so great. Sissy SpaceX meets Susan Jensen. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yes. So she's like, let me get this straight. One peanut butter cheeseburger, medium rare. One Hawaiian burger with pineapple, avocado, cashew nuts, and onions, medium and then Jonathan's like, don't forget the pickles or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And she's like, pickles? Mm-hmm. One order of fries, one order of red rings? Do you want Rosie's special dressing on your burgers? <laughs> All of that. I I don't like pineapple on my other food I, I, the, but i, I would, would i wouldn't eat all eat, of yeah. that i wouldn't yeah. eat those burgers uh i would one i'm not going to eat a medium rare I burger i i refuse to eat oh. a medium rare burger why well two reasons one i grew up during the jack-in-the-box E. coli outbreak mm, <laughs> yeah and i'm now where terrified. it happened yeah, yeah. I'm, well i'm terrified of of undercooked raw uh ground beef gross hmm. yeah anyway, um, <laughs> sissy spacek meets shelly duvall to me is what she was. Oh, so she can, brings their order to their car, and it's it's a different girl. Mountains for a of, second. Oh, it is. I didn't is notice it? that because the skates are different. I feel Uh-oh. like I normally don't do this because for me continuity. It's like unless it's a like a schism in the entire plot uh-huh. that causes the house of cards to collapse. I kind of don't care. Right. Like, I get it. If it's something like that, it done. If it's but like Jennifer's skates, fingernails, yeah. Right. The skates are white instead of the ones with the blue um, covers on them. Oh. But, and when she puts the food down, which is a Fred Flintstone yeah. level weight tray on the side of the car where you think the whole car could potentially flip over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different waitress, but then oh. they cut at the end and it's back to Sissy SpaceX. So it's just a continuity. Yeah issue that and, I noticed, but partly because I am so in love with the giant mountain of fries and onion rings. And Were those yeah. curly fries too? Like they looked like curly fries. I don't know. It was They look kind of like a hybrid situation. It's just a mountain, right? Yeah, it was huge. It was and huge. The, 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 Cause I'm a, I'm a fries and onion ring order. If you have onion rings at your, mm. at your burger place, I'm ordering onion rings no, the, and the, I'm ordering French fries. The slimy onion slides out and burns your face. It's disgusting. Well, you just got to wait. You got to be no, patient. I, don't have I also like, uh, to put, I like to put my onion rings on my burger. Me too. I <laughs> love onion rings. How I love onion rings and almost all, you know, like there's a spectrum of onion rings, right? Like there's the cornmeal crusted, there's the beer battered, there's the really giant ones, there's the little mm-hmm. skinny strings. Like there's so many different exciting ways to go with onions and batter. And I love all of them mm-hmm. equally. I'll eat all of them. I don't, I don't like a thick onion ring. I don't like like a an inch like thick it. onion ring. That always 
gives me a little icky. You're basically just eating. I, I can do it as long yeah. as it's cooked. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's cooked properly, I'll eat it. If it's I don't, cooked enough, I'm good. The onion yeah. ring, you bite into the onion ring, and the whole onion will slide out, and then you just have an Here. empty batter tube that you're eating after. Hooray! That. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm like, like where's the problem here What's right yeah I the onion keep going, Joe let's the, let's the slimy hot onion <laughs> sliding out and burning your chin is the problem to me that uh <laughs> the, like the that. car hop uh as she is as she is addressed. and sh- that's that's what she that's what they were called yeah. car hop. the car hop yeah. god her, name, her name was Nancy Fox and oh my gosh, that's great. That yeah. would have been such a fun high school job. That I yeah, I love it. She was um yeah. She's beautiful. She was great. She, she is, was gorgeous. And she looks amazing. Beautiful. Oh man, those cheekbones don't quit. Yeah, she has very cat like features. She well, mm-hmm. she does look a lot like Sissy Joni, Spacek meets Joni Mitchell. Oh, she does have a little Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. But I, I do see Sissy Spacek and Lynn Lowry. Mm-hmm. She's stunning. And then also I thought Margaret. Uh, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. The, Margaret was fine. She was stunning. And, yeah. Be- Margaret, stunning and beautiful. Margaret gets comes on the scene during the most awkward dinner party, mm-hmm. and I immediately thought Margaret is doing something that I know Eric loves, which is she's wearing a very heavy eyelash grazing bang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I caught it and I was totally in. Yeah, I was stunned by her, and then she wears that beautiful dress, uh, the Oscar, Oscar de la Renta. Renta. Yeah. 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 Uh, she so looked great. Good. She, she looked was so good. Fantastic. I yeah. was bummed when and they when they killed her. That was such a weird <laughs> well, moment. And she's she's um I mean, like Margaret is is pretty she's not super nice. Or perhaps she's just very focused and enthusiastic because when they have the conversation about suicide, which mm-hmm. she brings up, like, oh, we can make it look like a suicide. I'm not gonna do a fake English accent to say <laughs> she's legitimately British, born in London. Um, I am not. So anyways, so then Margaret goes, (laughs) what about suicide? We could, you know, you could fake it. The distraught housewife, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And she's just like digging into this murder situation Mm -hmm. so hard. Oh, she's into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to tell how, how much, how involved she was in, in the plot. Like she seems very impartial to what's happening. Oh, I think she was she was one hundred percent in. Like okay. she to me, she seemed like the most one of the most integral pieces of the plot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she is drugging. Yeah, the uh, subject of this. She's replacing mm-hmm. Blair's drugs. That's the winch of the whole episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she yeah she's totally in. She's totally in. Yeah, the okay. partner on the inside is key always, right? Because yeah. it's, they know the comings and goings. They are key to tell you the vulnerabilities. The thing that's, I don't know, do we ever get any impression about the relationship between the Craddock brothers, between Daryl and David? Not really. They, no, they don't give you anything. I mean, David was just a slimy piece of shit. Yeah, David, he, David his was gross. facial expressions are disgusting, and it went beyond him as an actor, in my opinion. <laughs> if you can make those faces as a human being, I oh, can, oh, I cannot. Oh. I can't believe that guy. Uh, I was grossed out by that guy so much. But yeah, he's supposed to be grossed out by him. Maybe he he's an incredible sinister, actor. Sinister spender, oh. David Craddock. He's a good heel. He is that actor is a really good heel. He's so I I was of course like I recognize you from something and I looked him up and 
I have seen him in maybe 20 different oh. serialized <gasps> television shows. Oh. oh, wow. He's in one episode of every hit show in the 80s. Oh, okay. That's and cool. So he's a really good actor then. Yeah. So he's okay. a legit guy. But he's also, I think every role that he plays is the sleazebag. Mm. Typecast. Yeah. Maybe he's that's that, just that, who he is. That, that, that aristocratic blonde oh. uh, thing you know, that in the eighties they were always named Chaz or like some shit like that or Brett or Brock. Like that's, that's how you knew who the bad guy was. <laughs> he was like a Mark Hamill. If Mark Hamill was a, a slimy eel, disgusting snake. Yeah. He was like bizarro Mark Hamill. Yeah. Just really, <laughs> really slimy. Cause looking. Mark Hamill is delightful, which they, I guess they, they it's cast, true. they cast their villains very, very well. In they the do. Show. They, they really, really, do, really do. job. And well, he was one of them. Yeah. For me, the trigger warning that should have come with David Craddock is that hairdo, which mm. I immediately mm-hmm. then associate with all of the characteristics that Eric just described mm-hmm. for the bizarre sort of Brock, the yeah. bad guy. Brock. Brock. And sometimes, sometimes like, sometimes <laughs> Brock is just, you know, his crimes are fairly benign. Um, but there's always just something over the top where it's like, you know what, the hazing, oh, that's bad. Or, you know, or Brock, like, I don't know, fills your car with chocolate pudding or whatever. Although sometimes bully. Brock, sometimes Brock date rapes. Yeah. So I take that back, actually. Brock sucks, but that hairdo from that time period. And my brother, full disclosure, had that hairdo, as Ooh. did um, a handful of his friends because he was popular. Oh, it was the um, 80s. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the hairdo. My brother's hairdo doesn't trigger me, but when I see it on TV, like I, I immediately know, like if it's not Sean Cassidy in the actual Hardy Boys yeah. series, mm-hmm. that that person is an asshole, and that's well, what they're telling. How do you? What is is this, is there a name for this haircut so that the listeners? It's just can, feathered. It's, it's just feathered. It's a feathered mop, sort of side parted, long feather wavy mop, basically. But why do you say Brock? Why do you say the name Brock? I just I listed a, a series a of eighties bunch of assholey names asshole like uh, oh. like entitled children of rich parents in eighties pop culture were often named Brett Brock Chaz Chad mm. uh, like they they all Blair had Blair this kid who lived across the backyard from my good friend Todd <laughs> who, another <laughs> yeah another was name. was my my best friend for a while. And Brock came over to spend the night with us one night, and I was mm-hmm. tickling my friend Todd because that's what we got up to when we were in middle school, I guess. And Todd screamed out, "Don't tickle me, or I'll puke!" And then we both looked over at Brock, and Brock instantly started puking this pink, hot pink stream of vomit yeah. was coming out of his mouth. And so that's what I think of when I think of the name Brock. Oh. <laughs> but I'm just like you broke Ellen. <laughs> At this point in my life, I'm well into my 30s. This happened when I was like nine or ten or like eleven or whatever. And the fact that yeah, that I was tickling Todd, and Todd screamed out, "Stop tickling me, or I'll puke!" And then we both looked over at Brock, and he's the one who puked, who was across the room from us, still 
just boggles my mind. Is Todd like a like a telekinetic like maybe puke starter? <laughs> like he, like he just <laughs> psycho projected his puke into Brock's mouth, and it was hot pink, like he had just eaten a a cake that was pink frosting. Oh, I don't know what was going on. He maybe probably he had, had strawberry pop tarts. <laughs> Oh, that'll do it, I guess. I want to talk about the writers of Heart to Heart, the writer's room, and they have some kind of weird mental blockage around gas leaks. Some one of them yes, was traumatized. Let's talk about the gas stove yes. situation. And one just of, the gas leak in general, you're right, because there's multiple gas one, attempted murder by yes. gas. Yeah. This is the third one by my count. This, Maybe this is the, f- the third one. It's Peggy Maurice. Mm-hmm. And uh, Margaret. And also, you might count the gas that pushes Jennifer, the gas in cruise, the cruise to your to your death. Oh, that was just steam. Steam, I guess, but it's a gas situation. There's one of these writers has a traumatic gas leak past that they're drawing from for these mm. moments. It feels, it just, <laughs> this is where it's like a world building sort of thing where... Is this a common thing? Maybe it's just more common than I realize because it's just so weird to me that they keep going towards to gas deaths. But it is conspicuous, I think, because we frequently refer to the gas-related attempted murders or murders, I think, more than some of the other ways that people are oft in heart-to-heart. But it's it's like, why would you... (laughs) This is, this is just about the specific one that we've just experienced with Margaret, where she's just like passed out on the floor. But it's like, wouldn't you at least put your head in the oven if you were committing suicide mm. by a gas stove? But yeah. I digress. Sorry, Sylvia Plath. <laughs> no, but that's like, that's the thing. that I saw that all the time in 70s television and, and I guess 80s television. Head in the oven was the way that women committed suicide. And I was always, and I, we, I never had a gas oven growing up. So I always ask my mom, like, what do they do? Like, are they baking their heads? Yeah. (laughs) I thought that same thing. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I thought they were dying of heat. I did too. Which I thought, how horrifying. Why would you do that? Yeah. You're going to broil your head. But this episode made me revisit how many times people fall, fall rather spectacularly downstairs. Oh yeah. Daryl. Daryl takes quite the header Mm -hmm. after not acknowledging his presence to his shrieking super with a gun high wife. So in this episode, the hearts drive drunk twice. Yeah. At Mm -hmm. Rosie's, they have a bottle of wine wine at Rosie's Mm -hmm. and they, they have had several glasses of wine. I hope giant at the dinner. Yeah. Giant goblets of wine at the, at the worst dinner party known to man. You would have to drink. You would be forced to drink at that dinner party. Oh, there's no way they weren't all toasty, toasty. And that, those amphetamines would have been, they would have come in real (laughs) handy. (laughs) I, I sort of, when I think about it, I sort of feel like they just brought along and this I know you're saying that they when they pull out of Rosie's roller burger place that they're wasted. But at least it's probably just like that same bottle of wine that was breathing when they found out that Jennifer did not set the timer and burned the shit out of oh, the roast. Yeah. But what's mm. still like <laughs> I guess laws are probably a little different now. But they were in a car 
<laughs> they were sitting in a car in a literal drive-through restaurant, uh, drive-in, mm-hmm. sorry, a drive-in restaurant, and they start drinking wine in the car before their food shows up. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, I was going to say, that sounds amazing. It you does, know, but it's so illegal, and they're obviously going to drive home yeah. drunk. You know what else is illegal? I feel like if we start talking about what the hearts do that is illegal. Um, yeah, here we we're go. Because spend- <laughs> it's, that's, that's a, I looked it up. That's a lot. It's a fucking felony to tamper with a murder scene. You oh, can't you tamper when they were like just rummaging through a murdered woman's you apartment. Just, <laughs> you cannot go through a it's, murder scene and just touch everything that you want. It's also kind of a creepy impulse. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's it just lightly. their thing. That's what they do. Yeah. That's why oh, the, she's co- dead. Even the yeah. cops all know because they all have to tell the hearts, don't touch anything. Yeah. There's always a, dip, a million different lieutenants that you can yeah. tap into. Don't touch anything. Don't seem to care. Yeah. And they touch everything. Also, when while he was murdering um, Margaret, he had one glove on, and I just it made me only focus on his ungloved hand and how many things he touched with that ungloved hand. You know what I mean? He had one yeah, glove. He was very focused on the wine glass. Yes, or the champagne glass to get rid of the fingerprints. But he touched every. He touched so many things with that ungloved hand. <laughs> and then there was such a long scene of her kind of regaining consciousness and then reaching out to grab his foot, and then. Falling, falling unconscious again, and as a viewer, you're thinking, okay, she's going to get out of this somehow. They're going to notice that she was reaching out for, for his foot or something, and then it never comes back. That was weird. Oh. It was really weird. That was a weird moment. I, I, I they, sort of loved it. I did too, because I loved the shot of him looking at her uh, from above the glass table yeah i like that that was a good shot okay that was but you can do that but that was weird i like they the the camera lingered on like well they made a point of showing you her touching his foot that i thought that that might come into play like yeah, her exactly. fingerprints are on his toe yeah and there's no way that that would be the case unless he was there when she was dying don't you think it's interesting that you thought that they would dust his tasseled loafer for and find Margaret's fingerprints, but <laughs> yeah. that you're not thinking like, oh, David's going to get fucked by that glass he just put in the cupboard. With yeah. everything that just happened in this episode, anything is possible. Like a woman shot her husband to death after repeatedly yelling, tell me who you are or I am going to shoot and yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they turned on the lights. Everyone saw that it was Mr. Craddock, as Margaret describes him, and she shot him anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then she's just la di da at the club. She like, was on speed. There's a lot to explore with this episode. <laughs> it's, um, it's true. The least of which is the yellow wallpaper oh. and the yellow silk wall covering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The entryway to their house, mm-hmm. so good. They totally have that weird late 70s, 80s, like blend with the Victoriana mm-hmm. thing. It's mm-hmm. so good. I loved the fact that Jonathan, for their anniversary, three weeks early, two weeks early, got Jennifer the timer that exploded the hot tub when they were at uh, <laughs> the Memories. Colorado yeah. Memories. Veil. Veil. They... The exact cooking timer Downhill that exploded to death. the hot tub. That's a, mm-hmm. oh god! I what love a, it. What a great opportunity to to say like, uh, 
Is this from Vale? <laughs> this is the one that almost killed us. <laughs> and that hot tub. Is this a minute minder? But nope. No reference to that. I also loved the, if you were going to kill me, how would you do it? And yeah. He said, oh, I yeah, would. that was great. Uh, the, when don't that, worry. You wouldn't feel a thing. When that started, I was like, I don't like this. This is creepy. gross. Yeah. Um, but then they turn out the lights and he goes, rah. <laughs> that made me so happy. That was like, that was the Jonathan and Jennifer interaction that I long for. I love mm-hmm. that. I thought that was so cute. <laughs> Can I pick up a thread from that just in terms of like the flirty talk and talk about the scene in the pro shop? Oh, with Tony? Uh, with nasty ass Tony? With, with uh, Tony Trabert? Oh, yeah. Nasty ass Tony? Is it, So wait, is he a world he's a, he's, class tennis yeah. player? Yes. Yes. Okay. He uh, was at one point the number one ranked tennis player in the world. Wow. In 1953. And I had, I wanted to make, I looked it up. He holds 56 titles Hmm. as a tennis player, but he also had um, a tennis racket named after him. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. But so he's in the, pro shop so when you know that he's having this cameo right it kind of adds a different a different lens to it but it doesn't make the exchange any less sort of incongruous and kind of creepy that literally that actually makes it grosser to me like he he agreed like so i didn't know who he was i didn't i didn't know at all who he Mm -hmm. was i just i was just like okay weird tennis pro at the at the club whatever but I didn't know he was an actual world-class tennis player. And the fact that he was willing to have the grossest line in the entire, <laughs> enti- which is basically and, like, and oh, you can jerk me off lot. and it'll take 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The erratic forearm situation. Erra- erratic forehand. But, but so they, Ugh. he, they run into him while they're on the way to his friend drinking two doubles, screwdrivers, top mm-hmm. of the morning, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, Tony. But the part of the exchange that creeped me out the most wasn't the part about, I kind of like the lady's super sexy, cute, whispery voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like so into it, right? <laughs> yeah, but she really is. She says that thing about like, oh, about 20, how long will it take you to fix my erratic bar? I'm about 20 minutes and then we can play some tennis. To, uh, yeah, Tony, right? Uh, but then he says, this is what made, was weirder to me. Like in a cloud of weirdness, mm-hmm. the weirdest part to me was saying, he's like, you've been talking to Mrs. Feingarten again. Ew. And it's like, who, what? Oh, no. Tony is so nasty. That's nasty. Yeah. That's an inappropriate as fuck. Speaking of inappropriate. (laughs) Oh. Is it time for? I think it's time for season one's final. Pick pick your poke. Thank God it's over. (laughs) It's over. We have one final one. It's not over for you because you're first, Ellen. (laughs) Is there any way that I can ask to go last? Because yeah. I'm not prepared. I yeah. will I will legitimately both listen to you guys and your pokes because that's always delightful to me. But I'm also going to be thinking quietly and thoughtfully <laughs> to myself about okay. who, who it might be. Yeah. Oh, actually, is- no, you know what? This gave me enough time to say who it would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is it? It's Blair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Blair was really like, there was something about Blair that I found so attractive. I wished that that line, she has the, a great 
kind of a great line. It's a great delivery, but the line doesn't make any sense. At the end where she says, what does she say? She says, for the first time in my life, I feel like I could really kill someone. And it's... (laughs) Like, I, oh, I, it I, makes sense to me. That I cracked mean, me up because I wanted it to be for the first time in my life. I feel like I could actually kill someone again. Yeah, I. <laughs> well, but that's why she says it. She's reiterating the fact that she right. that it was an accident. Totally, right? I yeah, get yeah. that she never felt like she could kill someone, even though she killed her husband. It just doesn't really. Well, she was on speed. She, she was high. She was drugged. I just don't believe that she would say that. And it makes her seem like really shitty to say something like that. I have to say, oh, I, I love it actually. I have I to say her. that I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you picked Blair over Margaret. Margaret does seem more, more my vibe. That's really, really. like, I, I yeah. thought, so maybe, I, maybe I thought personally, hmm. I thought, Oh, Ellen's going to pick Margaret because the Oscar maybe. de la Renta, the, the bangs. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, you've you've convinced me. The English accent. I, I jumped the gun. Here, let's let let's do this again. Do you guys mind if I go last because I'm not prepared? <laughs> I, I will be listening to you because it's delightful. But I don't mind I will at be all. Please, Alan. please do, please do. Oh wait, you seem like you have realized something. Let let me touch <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> I want to look at you, mm-hmm. Joe. I want to look at you. Well. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to like take your poke away because I think that Blair is is a worthy poke. She that I seriously Blair's like. Good. There were mo- moments where I was looking at her. Mm-hmm. Usually when they would do close ups on her, and I'm like, God, you are beautiful. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're the beauty mark. The you, mm-hmm. just the something about her eyes and her mm-hmm. her coloring. I was mm-hmm. just like, you're really striking. Um, but she has tiny little lips or she has no top lip. Mm. And that's a, that's a disqualifier for me for mm. a poke. Um, mm. but that said, I'm sorry. My poke is nasty. Tony, Tony. Yeah. It's nasty ass Tony. And it's because he, <laughs> it's because he was nasty. Like it, there was nothing what? in this for me. There was nothing in this for me. I didn't like any of them. Like I wasn't like, Oh, Daryl's fuckable. No, Daryl looked like, one of my dad's Mm-mm. weird friends. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and then there's Jonathan, but Jonathan doesn't count anymore. I know. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Margaret, Wait, Tony- I was like, Margaret was hot and, and I was totally into Margaret, but, but really like for me, it was like, uh, Tony, you're nasty. And I kind of want to show you my erratic forehand. <laughs> the guy who <laughs> talked about, yeah, that's, I'm thinking of the right guy. Tony, the yeah. guy, the tennis, the tennis, the hand job joke in the tennis yeah. shop. Ew, God, no. Yeah. Oh God. I know. Ew. <laughs> I know. I don't feel good about it, but you, you should feel as ashamed as when I pick Norman Mm-mm. right now. Mm-mm. No, weirdly, I don't. Nope. I don't. No Ellen. Nope. <laughs> what? The, the fact that he's an actual like world-class tennis player makes me even more confident that it's like, oh yeah, no, he can get it. Norman's like a sweet boss <laughs> dude norman was a fucking asshole no he wasn't he just said he was a capitalist norman was trying to get with his employee's wife was he and painted a weird nude photo a nude, a nude portrait of her, of her oh, from right. memory or not from memory from but memory. from from imagination yeah but he's a good painter <laughs> and he has a beach and he has a beach house <laughs> my poke daryl is a second daryl's Second to pretty close second. He was my immediate poke, but my real poke is Margaret. Yes. And I oh, good. just 
her arrival on the scene, I was Mm -hmm. blown away. She's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. She is amazingly beautiful. beautiful. And I I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) I just like couldn't believe how beautiful she was. I don't know what it is. Can either Hmm. of you guess what disqualified her for me? Aside from the vagina. Her Oscar de la Rente. Her flopping around like a dead fish on the floor. There is a detail in the episode that I was like, well, that just, that tells me no. Um, the Breuer bar stools, which I actually have, oh. that's not a disqualifier for Absolutely you. Absolutely not. Qualifier. Is it? It was in her apartment. The typewriter? <laughs> no, it was the framed 8x10 portrait of herself. On her vanity. Oh. I didn't even see it. Are you shitting me? Ellen, I, I, thought, I, I saw that and I, I was like, I don't even need to make a note. Ellen is going to bring this up. Wow. <laughs> she had a framed black and white portrait of herself on her vanity. Oh my God. I can't wait to look at that. Yeah. And then I said, is she a twin? Is it? Is it one of your, <laughs> is, it, is it obviously one of her professional headshots? No. No, oh. it's like a, it's like, oh. it's like a three quarters body shot. Like it's, oh, and she's wow. against an Ivy background hmm. in black and white. I didn't oh. notice this either. She also has a single rose on her. The the Oscar <laughs> de la Renta dress is it's great. stunning. Bla- Blair right. um, or Margaret just didn't, she seemed like a David to me a little bit where she was sort of. It's just because the other villain killed her. I no, it was more <laughs> just she didn't she didn't have a drive at all. She seemed impartial oh. to the whole thing happening. Oh, she, no, I she think was, she did have a drive. Yeah, she, was she was like gonna get, suicide. Really? She was going to get her fucking yeah. her employer's money and and I guess yeah. so. She just I mean, she's she's like spinning the whole web about the suicide thing and mm, Okay. That's yeah, I feel. In, I think she's a go-getter. Yeah, yeah, her involvement in the crime was way more than David. I think, like, even though yeah, David, you're right, was the chemist who yeah, was like true. helping helping Karen make this make fuss. She just seemed but, very lackadaisical. David seems, seems freaked out by Karen. A yeah, little no, bit. He's <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's like, he's like, you're not going to take it, are you? About the drug? Yeah, totally. When, when you're done yeah. killing those hamsters, are we gonna fuck? <laughs> I love the yeah, David. David just kind of mm. the David foil to Karen is, I think, why I love maybe partially why I love Karen so much is that we had this David foil for her to just like reflect on and just manipulate and. Be like destroy, ultimately destroy, yeah. use and, and destroy. Yeah, yeah. it exemplifies her erratic craziness in a way that I love. Where there's mm. a David character to be the cautious little mouse, and she's just like, "Fuck you, I'm having fun." <laughs> like, well, I love our, that. our villainesses <laughs> typically, uh, Margaret's a little different because she doesn't occupy some of those mm-hmm. uh, spaces that we've had with our villainesses, where there there's always the flawed accomplice, right? Yes. Yeah. I might be a little disappointed in her in that same way of she didn't see that coming. She because that guy is such a creep. No one ever sees it coming. Like the 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 Some second people do. the second hand villain never sees it coming. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Like that's that's part of why it works is it, is that the accomplice feels completely yeah. involved. I guess I think 
Margaret was a better antagonist than David. Or what's his David. name? Is his name David in yeah, this episode too? The the slimy <laughs> David guy who succeeds in killing Brock. her. I wish well, yeah, Brock. Brock. Let's just call him Brock. Blaine or Steph. I wish rewrite corner. I w- I would have taken Margaret to the end. I would have had her be the conniving, villainous, treacherous person rather than this asshole, slimy eel person. I would have had her one up him rather than him one up her. I would have liked that more, I think, because I did not like him from the get go. My yeah, my and my rewrite my rewrite remains I wish Blair was basically the mastermind of the entire thing. I yeah, I actually have a lot of more rewrites than that, but I can't. It's just this episode feels like they stole from themselves in the Monaco Monte Carlo episode because it was a um, inheritance that some that a sibling was trying to manipulate out of them there. It, it just felt very contrived and yeah, this redundant. episode, this episode felt like a, a fight in the writer's room to yeah. me. Like it was, it was too many cooks. Yeah. Like it was like, I feel like everyone had a, had a plot for this one mm-hmm. and they just like shuffled the cards and that's what we got. And we have not talked about the clothes. Oh, I have a lot of impressions about the clothing. I want to bring up the first thing that we see Jennifer in. It's like a, that weird, that striped gold, like gold. A tunic. Ombre oh, I remember tunic it. Was I remember it. Fucking beautiful. beautiful. As soon as it showed up, me and Joe went, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what a fabulous look. That Wasted so on that good. shitty dinner party. Oh, poor. Such a waste. I hope the dinner was good. I hope they ate something good. I mean, Jonathan obviously is like, Hort down a fucking it. moose yeah. or whatever. But. Oh, Margaret's, Margaret's in the kitchen just trying <laughs> to bite her deepest impulse to poison everyone. <laughs> yeah, she is. She totally right? is. She totally yeah. is. Yeah. She's like, mm, like just staring into the moose like, I can think of a faster way, David Craddock. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Blair's outfit at the world's worst dinner party where she's wearing that. Oh, they like the dress, the sheer dress with the super with graphics the, with the fucking, Oh my God. Bring it over the pants. The Chevron totally stripes. Like, yeah. A classic hostess outfit. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. I love it. There's, there's a lot of, of looks that mm-hmm. I like in this um, and not, not in a nostalgic way. I just legit really love them. J- uh, Jonathan's uh, emerald green velour, tracksuit that he plays Tennyson no I really love no oh, no I really love it no no I, one should that, wear that I love that scene oh I would wear it that scene was so I green. Love green green that scene it was crazy the chain link fence was green the tennis court obviously was green that entire building was green it really it reminded me of vertigo I loved that opening scene because th- they used handheld camera <laughs> For the yeah, majority yeah. of they, it. they did that quite a bit during the episode. Yeah, but that's which, like that I loved, especially the in uh, the house after the accidental question mark murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I felt the music was really good. But we're talking about the fashion, right? Sorry. Yeah, let's keep with the clothes. It starts yes. very suave. The music. Uh, I love Jennifer's jumpsuit when she's uh, mm-hmm. burning the pork roast or whatever. Oh, she's I do making. too. That was great. Oh, I really want. I, I kind so of good. have a jumpsuit like that. And I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Jumpsuit. So yeah, and then Rosie's uh, 
Rosie's Rose Burger. What's that place called? Rosie's Rosie's Roller Roller, Burger. Roller Roller Burger. Burger. Um, Obviously, that girl, that waitress just looked incredible in her roller skates and shorts and her little Rosie's t-shirt. It's not really a fashion thing. The iron-on velvet velveteen letters classic yeah. i i just wanted to talk more about her because i, I love, love that the, the cooper yeah the cooper mm. iron on letters oh i have such a weakness for that me too we haven't talked about simon and his boutique and he, he makes the mm. uh joke about simon was be being very, very oat, oat right oat. now yeah i thought joe was gonna pick simon as his book no <laughs> That was an eye roll. And I also didn't like him because he, there's no, that's not, he, you can't tell them who bought that dress. <laughs> that I was really weird. Him. That like, was, I felt like that was like a confidence. I thought that was a breach of, of patient. Yeah. You guys, that happens in <laughs> almost every single episode of every single, everything where there's a mystery. You're right. You go into the thing and then there's often that thing where it's like, Oh, I can't give you that information. And it goes back and forth and back and forth. And then the person like gets a call and they turn around and then you see the, the yes. protagonist like grabbing the and flipping it around. That's you know. what I'm responding to though, because usually there's a little bit of resistance to giving that information out. Oh yeah, no, he, he just gave zero. it up. He was he like, oh, it up. was this person but who yeah, bought that dress. Because gay yeah. men big gay men like to gossip mm. and he was just doing his part. Oh, I I think it's related to the thing that we see over and over again in every kind of store the hearts go into unless they're wearing their Bacopa travel outfits. Mm-hmm. Is everyone <laughs> knows that they're very wealthy and so you want to curry favor with the hearts you okay. want they're good customers and you want to give them what they want but i can i say something about simon before we please on um his outfit was interesting to me normally i would be repelled by that monochrome kind of a vibe but i think what won me over for simon was the fact that that actor's face his eyebrows and his mustache seem to be hovering over his face. <laughs> yeah, they seem fake. Kind of like Mr. Potato Head when you yes. put the thing onto, like you put it <laughs> into the peg into the slot. And there's just like a lot of dimension there. Like it really quite mm-hmm. literally is popping off of his face. And there was just something like I watched that scene a, a couple times because I was just, I kept moving my head as I'm looking at it because I just think somehow I'm going to poke my head into that boutique and look <laughs> sideways at Simon's face just to see if his eyebrows and mustache are actually just floating, yes. floating like an, a weird uh, app, just yeah. floating those face. And every time he turns his head, they just move with a slight delay. <laughs> it's like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. a Snapchat. That's, yeah. that's what I loved about Simon. I was like, ooh, I can't stop looking at him. This scene is weird. And I hope Jennifer doesn't buy that kind of dowdy. Oh, that was not a good thing. dress. It's like, that's not very, that's not her. Also, what that shitty about? mannequin. That was the shittiest mannequin. There were multiple distressingly huh. terrible mannequins. Oh, I didn't notice those. Oh, it was gross. Those but mannequins also- look like they escaped from a Diane Arbus photo. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was Jennifer wearing? That blue. She was wearing Princess Diana's mm-hmm. uh, weird engagement suit, and it was not good. I, d- I didn't, I didn't like it on Princess Di, and I don't like it on Jennifer. I thought it was, it was so dowdy an and odd, not okay. Odd choice, yeah, for for going shopping. 
yeah. on shopping on for four thousand dollar dresses, especially when yeah, you. No. Yeah. It's like your fashion. You have to endear yourself to this person who knows a lot about fashion because they were interrogating this guy uh, about who bought. So you need to know. You need to show him that you know about fashion. That really did irritate me. That that's what she chose to wear. Why would Jennifer get dressed up if Simon already knew them? He says, like we. We all know that he knows them. So why would she give a crap about what she wears to go see that? Well, that's, but my question is why would she wear that? Why would she wear that? Period. Because it is kind of, yeah, why would any, it's kind of dressed up, but in the wrong way. But it's dressed up for like a christening or something. Like it was, it was not a, it's very Easter parade. There was no glamour in that. Also, I mean, I question the heart's, uh, uh, what's the word? Obedience, not obedience. Using the same because she talked about Salvatore's on Wilshire, and then she was going to Barry's Hotheads. Oh, their loyalty to their loyalty to businesses. But, oh, come on! That's we're like uh, we have we have places that <laughs> she we love. Swore by Salvatore's, and then she was at Barry's Hotheads. Well, and, Barry's, but they. She also maybe had been going Salvatore's to Barry for was years. ruined because Peggy, who was trying to kill her and become her. Uh, went to Salvatore's and Salvatore tried to like basically Maybe betrayed her by trying to give Peggy, Peggy killed uh, Salvatore off do. camera. Or Jennifer was smart enough to be like, I'm not telling this crazy bitch where I get my hair done. I'll mm. tell her Salvatore's, Salvatore's yeah. which is a place that I've been to, but I will never <laughs> go again. It's a place I've made up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that explanation of that moment. Yeah. That's great. I think that's what it because was. Because she's like, I'm not telling her about Barry's hotheads. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> telling her about place. Barry. Barry's yeah. our friend. Yeah, Barry's very hot. Barry's hotheads. We've known him for years. Yeah. yeah. He's so nice. He'll never get shot up. Salvatore, <laughs> on the other hand, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> never Bar- going back to that guy. <laughs> Barry's hotheads is the safest place for me, and I feel very comfortable and safe there, and I feel like I'll never get threatened <laughs> by a gun <laughs> with going pl- to Barry's And they hotheads. play the best music. <laughs> yeah. They dance and do our hair, and we <laughs> and tell them all our secrets. shoulder massages. They, massage you. <laughs> <laughs> they make us very comfortable telling secrets about our husbands. <laughs> Were there, what other... I'm trying to think of other outfits that um, I was like well, drawn to. Oh, not, not other outfits, but there's a, a little moment where Max is on the phone with a uh, some card dealer with La Scala and he really restaurant. he really wants Guido to be at the card game that he's going to play and I was like oh is it Guido della Fortuna <laughs> is that who you're talking about <laughs> in that scene too um, Jennifer puts this iceberg lettuce out on the table and I am equally repulsed <laughs> and think that it looks so delicious. I'm tempted by that iceberg lettuce because I can taste the crunch and I can I taste the ranch dressing that she put on it, but it's, it's disgusting. And you it think reminds she me, put ranch dressing. Yes. On it? That's you. That's the taste of iceberg lettuce to me is ranch dressing drenched <laughs> iceberg lettuce, fresh crunch with just tomatoes. It's just tomatoes, croutons and iceberg lettuce. And it really reminds me of uh, sizzler. I, yeah, no, I get it. I, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. I just don't know oh, that yeah. Jennifer Hart was well, What do you in, think? She puts a vinaigrette on there? No, she, I, I think she made her own French dressing, um, which was always my favorite thing. <laughs> uh, the 80s French dressing <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore is so good. The other uh, thing about that salad, though, is that I feel like you can see a giant tomato chunk that she cut yes. that has the little bottom part of the tomato that's the, 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 little, the stem the little nub. tip yeah 
the little nipple she <laughs> cut the bottom part of the tomato off and just threw that into the salad and it's giant slices of half tomato yeah i imagine i imagine wedges like i imagine yeah, that the it's, it's like it's like either eighths or sixth and of a tomato <laughs> there's really there's something about that too that reminds me of the 70s so much much like the mushroom graphics of like cloths and kitchen ceramics they're, they all had mushrooms. There was an iceberg lettuce and tomato and crouton salad that was happening oh, in the 70s. Oh, well, that was what a salad oh. was in the 70s. Yeah. Really? Okay. Because we have, we have yeah. advanced beyond that. I'm seeing that on like a standard screen TV screen commercial of tomatoes bouncing with water dripping yes. off them and <laughs> iceberg lettuce down being down sliced and then yeah. water sprays out of it. A knife in slow motion yes. just chopping through an iceberg yeah, lettuce. That is the 70s. We Our salad technology has advanced beyond that. We are salads now are crazy oh salads are stupid now they're so ridiculous they're great they're delicious but they're ridiculous ellen <laughs> uh, say something about salad <laughs> ellen vomits right now <laughs> brock 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 <laughs> stop talking about salad or i'll vomit i never uh purchase iceberg lettuce for myself but it's because it'll go bad before i get to it yeah um and so whenever i'm any place that has it like i i'm either really excited about it or really don't even want to look at it or think about it but i think that iceberg just that the name says it all like Mm. that's the appeal of iceberg lettuce and there's certain times when people really make magic out of it yes like that's undeniable because the texture is is amazing if you handle it properly and there's always going to be like that very basic um nostalgia that i have that colors the way that sometimes i can really get down with a an oh, iceberg yeah. and tomato salad mm-hmm. um but with french dressing i realize that i uh conflate it with thousand island dressing I, I feel I like thousand i island. have had french dressing maybe one time in my life as a child and then began the confusion. This is a big moment for me with oh. salad dressings. Because while you're talking about it, I'm like, I'm like, ooh, I hate that French dre- that French dressing. French. Now I, I'll kind of eat almost any dressing on a salad. Mm-hmm. I need to thanks Eric. I'm gonna break break out of this Thousand weird Island is so delicious. Paralysis I, I have with the Thousand salad. Island like on a hamburger. Oh it's so good. I really I really want that so disgusting. I could bite into a full iceberg lettuce right now it's i'm so i really want i'm actually like this conversation it's making me want iceberg lettuce it's making me want a romaine caesar salad. like i want to i want like a a, just a a a roughly chopped romaine oh yeah with really good caesar dressing Mm. and really garlicky croutons Mm. that That sounds sounds so so fucking good good right now i could bite into an iceberg lettuce raw right now that's how i feel well, ratings? Yeah. Should we get to ratings? Oh, gosh. I'm first. Yeah. Are we ready for this? I, I have mine. Okay. Last ratings say, of season one. I'm concreting right now my rating, and I'm going to stick with it. I just need to say that for myself. I'm not going to be swayed by your guys' ratings. Yeah. I don't know why I need <laughs> to say that. I just feel like... <laughs> I just feel like... I don't know why. I feel like I need to say it. Because last time I was swayed by your ratings. <laughs> And I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna stand strong for myself. I'm gonna stand strong, and I know what my rating is, and I'm gonna stick with it. 
Joe is <laughs> Joe is woman. <laughs> okay. I felt weak last time. So What's fuck that? you. <laughs> Stop trying to get me to rate it higher. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do I honk when I laugh? I, I <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, we broke Ellen again. I'm rating it what I'm rating it. <laughs> I'm not going to change. I don't know why. I just feel like I had to say that for my own, when I get to my rating, to defend myself, to pre-defend myself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are you trying to convince, Joe? Myself. Just, himself. Okay. 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 Um, I, my impulse was to just bark out my rating, but now I sort of feel like you've thrown down a gauntlet <laughs> where I want to uh, just give every single nuanced reason uh, in defense of my rating, which I am just guessing is going to be higher than yours. But I should respect you, Joe. I should encourage and support you. <laughs> you don't have you to do any of make that. Make a declaration. <laughs> um, this episode is hard. It's a hard one for me to rate because there's, it's much like a lot of the episodes that are kind of like in between for me, there's always so many things that I super love. Mm -hmm. um, and if I haven't thought of them, then when one of you will always say something that makes it go, Oh yeah, like mm -hmm. that is good. But um, I, <sighs> partly because it's the season finale no, 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 you know, mm, God. <laughs> I have my rating, so like I'm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know what are, mine is. <laughs> are you sure? Because I'm really, a lot of things are going through my mind about the episode as I'm I very sure. I'm very about sure. it. I mean, there's this one thing that's really great, but then there's this one thing that's maybe not so great. <laughs> there's one thing that's amazing. There's one thing that's kind of terrible. Ellen is also swaying a swirling watch in front of Joe's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, actually a hundreds year old Ruby. Oh, a hundreds year old. It's actually a minute minder that just <laughs> painted a, a spiral on. I am giving this episode a three, which is slightly higher, I think, than perhaps it ultimately deserves. Mm -hmm. But this is an episode for me that really hovers between a rating that we don't give, which would be a like, 0.75 situation and an actual whole number. So mm. I'm going to give it a three because it's true. There are so many things visually uh, and performance wise that I really enjoy. And there's just, it's just got, I, I mean, I think my ratings show that sometimes if there's just something in it, whether it's a performance or a twist or profound lack of twist, if it's just weird enough, I'm kind of in love with it. Mm. So I'm going to give it a three. A three. And I'm sticking with it. Because <laughs> I can be that way too, Joe. God. I can be that way too. You know what just happened when three, you rated three it a forever, three? Three forever. Permanently three. I just. For eternity. Three I, infinity. It just made me feel like I should change my rating. <laughs> <laughs> why does that. Why though? Why? Okay. Why? I don't understand. I'll, I'll figure it out when it gets to me. Eric, it's, mm. you're up. You're up. Okay. Because I'm also giving it a three. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so from from our 23 episodes uh, and our ratings of every episode, mm. I've realized that I 
think that three is my rating for I will watch this one again. Ah, that's right. Mm. My my rating of three is like three in our rating scale is basically above. It's technically above average. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like just above the middle, just above the middle. Um, but this this wasn't a bad episode. I I liked the convoluted (laughs) plot. I thought it was really fun. I liked it. I thought it was fun. That's shocking. Because I I seriously like. Well, I did get a little. There was a moment towards the very end. Where I was like, this needs to end. <laughs> uh, I need this episode to be over now. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I don't know. It it had Freeway in it. Freeway was cute. You saw um, his butthole. Way, the way Freeway wags his tail when Jennifer is um, skating. Yeah, we didn't house. bring up the mm, skating Oh my moments, God, we didn't talk about her. Which I'm shocked that we didn't bring up the skating moment. But let's, I'm going to bring it up now. Because it's just so silly. Yeah, it's so silly. The humor in this episode was a fail for me. Oh aside from the how would you murder me joke that I thought was genuinely like a good bait and switch. Because I was like, this is creepy. I don't like this question and I don't like this joke. And then the lights out. Jonathan going bah, and Jennifer screaming made me seriously laugh and filled my heart with glee. So yeah, uh, it's a three. It's a, it's a good, it's a good episode. That's not great. Okay. So when I proclaimed, <laughs> when I originally proclaimed that I knew my rating and I was going to stick with this rating, <laughs> Can you guys guess? Do you have any idea what it, what the rating was? I think you were going to rate it a two. Ellen, do you have any idea? I think it was a two. Yeah. It was not a two. It was a one. <gasps> which I was so sure I was going to stick with. And then when Ellen rated it a three, it made me it made me jump out of my own skin. It made me jump out of my own perspective. And I was like, I have to be a diligent virgin to this. Uh, now I'm feeling my Oh my God, role. are you now the diligent virgin? I'm the diligent virgin in my Dude, role. Joe's got a new name. The connotation. Is- I know, yeah. it's terrible. But Joe has a new name for season diligent two. Virgin. Season two, diligent. I just felt like I had to be a little bit more objective about, not objective, <laughs> maybe just overall the whole thing, the entire season that we've gone through, what we've put ourselves through. Um, mm. <laughs> and I really want to rate it a zero. <laughs> because I think it was the worst episode. <laughs> Yes. Than the man with jade eyes. Yes. You think this was worse than Hit Jennifer Hart? Yes, way worse. Because my (laughs) memories of Hit Jennifer Hart are so endeared to my heart at this point that I love Hit Jennifer Hart compared to this episode. Hit Jennifer Hart is a 10 compared to this episode. Whoa! I was bored. I was bored throughout. I was. It was fucking. It was so derivative. It was so derivative of itself, of its own storylines that we've seen this before. They did nothing new. I 
was so sure I was going to rate it a one, but then you gave it a three and I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what that did wow. to me. In, or, in huh. response to a higher rating than you expected, you went lower. I know. Am I just being like, what's the word for that? Uh, uh, contradictory. Contradictory. Yeah. Uh, uh, wrong. Just kidding. Wrong. <laughs> Am I just being a, assholey? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. No, I, no, no, no. I this is fine. It. I, I welcome actually, it. I actually love this. I, don't I embrace know. this. Yes, this is the. This is it. You know, I just think that. Thank you, Joe. Overall, thank you for your diligence. It's weird. Yes, my I'm a diligent version, and you have to. You, there has to be a zero, right? Like in the overall structure of things, there has to be a five. There has to be a zero. I think, well, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the fact is that, that like we have, how good doesn't exist without evil is, it, is right. that the, yeah, the, yeah. I do, that's okay. that is totally. actually no, how I, no how light I'm without at darkness. It. Yeah. Okay, I'm I, like, I think that since we set this, this rating scale up as having zeros be allowed, mm-hmm. uh, exactly that yeah. that means that it has to come up at some point. Exactly, it's like night, night horrors to me was. An eight, nine, ten out of five. I know you really, yeah. Was really it transcended the medium to me? That was it was incredible episode. You know, hit Jennifer Hart. I think is the lowest one. I think is the lowest rating I've given so far. I think it was for me. Yeah, I think it was for all of us. Basically, that's the one I think back to. But I, it's the lowest rated. I think I'm going to go with a zero on this one. I think I am because I think there has to be a zero for the season. I think this is it. Hmm. And I mean, as the Virgin going through these episodes, I don't have the objective, like how bad it gets, how good it gets viewpoint. And I'm kind of thankful that I didn't have a zero before this, you know, in a way that this was so bad in my mind that it, merits a zero because I'm glad I, I want to give it a zero, but that's the other thing is like, do I just want to give something a zero? Do I just want to be no, like, no, 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 no. I think you're doing no, exactly no, the right yeah. thing. I think you're, I think yeah. you're doing exactly what you, you want okay. to okay. do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, except for the part about how you're like, I'm not going to change my rating. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then I changed it immediately. Right. When you start talking. That's the only part that I don't, I don't support because I, I feel like I would be doing you a disservice if, I supported you breaking your word. I know. I welcome your rating of zero and your perspective and reasoning behind it. Okay. I respect it. Well, Death Set gets a six. It's a heart murmur. It's uh, the last episode of season one. And I'm not going to ask Ellen what we're doing next week because the next episode we are going to recap the entire first season. We're going to, we're going to talk about everything that we want to talk about, about the first season before we delve into season two. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to season one. This has been so much fun. We are so excited (laughs) to keep going. Um, please tell your friends about this. If you like this show, if you think that we're funny at all, please, (laughs) or, or just enjoyable. If or you ch- hate the show, tell your enemies about it. You know, if you hate the show, tell people how much you hate it so that they can also listen and hate it. Um, but tell them <laughs> to give it five stars on the Apple so podcast. So that they can disagree with you. They can Let's watch it. start some discourse. They can listen to it in spite of you. Yes. 
but yeah, uh, thank you all so much. We, we're so happy to be doing this and we're, we're really excited to keep going. If you're not following us on Instagram or Twitter, which is, seems crazy to me, uh, <laughs> it's it was murder pod at both platforms. Uh, you can email us at it was murderpod at gmail.com. Please rate us five stars at the Apple Podcasts app. It really helps us. It really does. So if that. you if you rate us five stars and you review us specifically, if you re- review us, it helps us. It gets it gets more people to listen to us. It raises our rankings on the um, the iTunes charts. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's like it actually does something. It's oh. not it's not just for for us to be like, hey, look, someone likes this. Yeah. Even though that is also a massive motivator for me. Yeah. Uh, I love hearing <laughs> from you guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's been really great to meet you guys, and I hope that we continue to develop a relationship throughout this journey that we're on this universe i know it's so cool it's so fun Ah, and with all that said our sweet little friend who seemed to like jonathan's tie in this episode good night freeway good night freeway good night freeway we almost saw your butthole in this episode (laughs) 